You're listening to the Toy Photographers Podcast, the official podcast of toyphotographers.com. On this show, we talk to people around the world who are turning Lego, action figures, miniatures, custom creations, and more into amazing works of art. and welcome to another roundtable episode of the Toy Photographers Podcast. My name is Alan and I will be your host for this episode as we discuss the ins and outs of traveling with toys. Now, I realize at the time of this recording, we are in the midst of a global pandemic, severely limiting our ability to travel, but in the spirit of um, being optimistic and wishful thinking, and, you know, we, I thought this would be a good topic to discuss as we can kind of all dream about the, uh, the days when it's safe to get back out on the road with our little plastic friends. That said, I am going to go around our virtual table here and introduce my guests for this episode, starring with the infamous Shelly Corbett. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing great, Alan. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for joining us, Shelly. Uh, next up, we have Matt Frederick of Fredericksburg fame. How are you doing, Matt? Very good. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. And finally, rounding things out, our podcast editor extraordinaire, Josh Kittleson. Hello, Josh. Hello there. Oh, cool. Well, thanks for everybody for joining this roundtable discussion today. Again, um, I don't know how much you've all been able to get out in the past eight months or so. I've been stuck in my basement, it seems like, uh, eternally here, dreaming of the days we can get back out there on the road. So, with that in mind and thinking back to those glorious pre, pre-COVID, pre-pandemic days, uh, or maybe even if you've done some socially responsible traveling lately, uh, let's, let's start with our first topic. You know, what is, what's the last trip you've been on or a memorable trip you've taken where you've brought some uh, little toys w- along with you? And Shelly, why don't you kick this off for us? About a month ago, we went to Moab, Utah. So that was the most recent trip. And that was memorable and a lot of fun. Uh, the most memorable, uh, uh, they're all memorable. There's, there's been a lot of high points when it comes to travel with toys. Maybe I should ask this question a different way. When it comes to traveling now, is bringing toys not an option or is it just a given that you're, you're going to pack some in your bag along with your camera? It's a given. When you're traveling, do you think about the destination? You think, okay, I'm, I'm going out here. I need this figure. Or you just have kind of your traveling companions that always join you on the road. A, a little of both. I've been trying to whittle it down as much as I can because I have been caught more times than I can count with more toys than I need. So I've been trying to be more <laughs> judicious in my packing. Awesome. Cool. Matt, how about you? Any any recent trips or um, or past trips that you've taken where you've brought along some, some of your little... Your, I keep saying little toys because I want to say little plastic friends, but where you brought along some toys with you. Yeah, I did a solo camp out uh, back in September. Dispersed camping, nobody around. Uh, spent two nights out there, and I took a, a hard case and a bag and other uh, paraphernalia for uh, shooting toys. Um, that's the most recent one. The most memorable trip with toys was a similar trip. I did three days at a desert um, state park in the desert, and uh, no phone, no uh, internet, nothing. It was, it was that was a great escape. Wow, that's amazing. So did you end up talking to your toys at some point? Or, you, know, just, you, know, you start to lose it, like, Wilson, uh, Wilson. Talking to myself always happens. So um, probably some toys, too. Awesome. <laughs> Josh, how about you? Any, any trips come to mind? Uh, yeah, I traveled a little bit over the summer. I went to visit my in-laws in Colorado in the Loveland Red Feather Lake area. 
I usually I usually overpack the toyage as well. And this time, uh, my wife was in a wheelchair for a while, and so her wheelchair took up most of the trunk. So I was like, oh, I can't get away with just telling everybody to move over and make room for all of my toys. So I have to like <laughs> really l- trim it down. Awesome. Yeah. And I definitely want to, that's a great thing. I want to talk about that a little bit later, the, the pitfalls of traveling with toys and the risk of overpacking and whatnot, but that's, that sounds awesome. And so again, to everyone, when you're, when you're packing up for these trips, you know, you're packing your clothes, your essentials, at what point do toys enter, you know, the, the priority order, like your toothbrush, your camera, toys, maybe some clothes, because I can think of some trips where I've certainly forgotten to bring like an underwear and socks, but I had plenty of <laughs> Lego minifigures and whatnot with me. Toys always first for me, always. So it goes, it's always the same. It's toys first, then camera gear, and then the clothes. And the clothes are always, always the last. Okay. So when, when something have, has to give it, you know, then you just start, you know, I could wear this for three days. This will be fine. Well, I, I have learned traveling with with men. When I used to travel with the radio station KXP, I learned when I was traveling, the only female with nine guys, that literally you can wear the exact same outfit for nine days in a row and no one will notice. So I have learned. So now that I have I live with just two guys, when we traveled, um, I, I totally overpacked my clothes. Now I realize I literally just need like like two outfits and they will never notice. So <laughs> definitely more toys in the future, less clothes. Let's talk, let's go, wow, what is the furthest from home that you've traveled, that you've brought toys on purpose you know, with you to, to do some toy photography? Yeah, well, I live in, uh, I live in Lincoln, Nebraska, so mm-hmm. kind of the Midwest, and my uh, brother graduated into the Marines uh, in Camp Pendleton. So I flew to Vegas and then I drove from Vegas to San Diego. Uh, and I definitely, you know, took, took a few friends with me. Yeah. Who came with you on that trip? Uh, everywhere I go, I always take, uh, my sig fig of course. And then I also have a little traveling Lego minifigure that I, uh, force upon my friends to shoot for me because <laughs> they travel more than oh, I that's do. Awesome. Uh, so I took Neil with me and he, he has a you know, name to be on the runway. Yeah, he's got a name. He's got his own Instagram account. He's been to Iceland and <laughs> what's the name of the what's the Instagram account? Neil the Traveler. And there's some underscores in there, but I'm a little fuzzy on where they're at right now. Uh, I totally forgot to take Neil with me to Utah. I was like, I get there and I'm like, where's Neil? Ah! <laughs> Neil. He's actually on deployment with my brother right now, too. Amazing. Yeah, on a ship. So he's like, I managed to get an email to him. And I was like, did you remember to take Neil? He's like, yeah, I got him. He's he's going on some adventures. And I was like, all right. All right. Yeah, we're, we'll definitely get Neil's account linked in the, the show notes there because I have to follow these crazy adventures. And I, this may be personal to ask, but are there multiple Neils or is it really just one? There's there's multiple. I've, I learned, uh, I had a friend who took him to Boston and she was going to get some pictures of him in the Boston Harbor and he took a drink. <laughs> and so Neil, oh, no. yeah, that's what he, Shelly's holding him up. Oh, that's Neil. We jokingly say that Neil 1.0 uh, is permanently with the Haba. <laughs> the Haba. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Very, very cool. How about you, Matt? What's the, what's the furthest from home you, you brought a, 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 a toy with you for toy photography? And what did you bring? I used to travel a lot for work before I got into toy photography, but I did happen to take a, my own minifig once in a while. So that was uh, from California to the East Coast, back and forth. More recently, uh, uh, went to a press check in the Midwest and uh, took a little uh, janitor guy to, to take with me to the press. Yeah, it was fun. 
Yeah, see, this is this is a tough crowd because we're all talking about traveling with minifigures. And I think that's like the almost the easiest. Well, no, it, it can get complex, but um, we'll get more into how we, we travel with our toys later because I, I need some tips since I, I've been shooting more than minifigures lately. I started shooting some of the Star Wars black in, uh, six inch figures and I, I don't know what to possibly do to how to travel with those. But but Shelly, how about you? Where's the the farthest from home you've you've uh, done some toy photography the farthest was australia and uh i had to not only pack sample lens baby lenses in for people to play with but all my toys but luckily i was going to a toy photography meetup so i could just really scale back the toys Mm -hmm. so that's like like the absolute farthest but um then also uh sweden and italy and iceland those wow. are the for the out of out of country ones. I think I got them all. But when we did Sweden, we did we did Germany, Sweden, Denmark. Um, I think that's it. So. so some some lucky Lego minifigure got a, a <laughs> hell of a world tour there. Well, I that's why I pack a lot more. I took a lot, but I when I fly, they have to go on the carry on. They can't of go course. in. They're not going to go check baggage. So that limits you, which is nice. The worst is if you're traveling, like for my 50th, we went back to Moab and I I had the car and I loaded it up and all the big stuff went, like the stuff I never get to travel with, like the stagecoach and the dragons and like all this big stuff. And that that, that was a mistake. So uh, now I'm (laughs) back to the little stuff again. Do you guys not usually travel or shoot much uh, six-inch and larger scale? I, tr- I actually traveled when I went to California. I took some uh, Black Series with me, too. Yeah, I I haven't yet. Um, the most I've done is last time I went to Disney. I went to Disney, you know, the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge uh, land that they opened there. I brought, um, not only did I bring Lego minifigures, I brought the cantina set, the, s- the small one, because I wanted to shoot that inside the cantina. But I did bring some some Nendoroid figures, but those are only about three, maybe three and a half inches tall, you know, four inches, uh, and they all fit in my camera bag. I don't know if I could stuff a black a six inch Black Series figure in there anywhere. I mean, I'll figure it out whenever we're able to get back on the road, but <laughs> I haven't done that yet. When I go camping, I'll take a six inch figure or a couple of them, and uh, once in a while, the Lego buildable figures that are a little taller than that. Um, but there's plenty of room. All I heard, Alan, is that you just need a bigger camera bag. That's all I heard. <laughs> no, that. but but that's the thing. I I try so hard now to travel with a minimal kit. You know, I, I bring a single lens, and um, you know, just really keep it small. But I'm still bringing a medium sized bag because it's full of toys. When you were talking about travel, though, I started thinking any crazy encounters, like you know, you're you're not checking these bags, you're bringing them through security. Has anyone ever had to go through a bag search and they start going through your toys and asking any kind of questions? I have one one encounter where um, you know, they're looking through my bag and I'm trying to play it off like I'm carrying a bunch of toys for my kids, but there was an absurd amount of minifigures, like <laughs> all like strategically organized in a way that no eight-year-old would ever do. And uh, he's and the the, the security guard was great because he's actually looked at it, he's like, I know what you're doing. You're taking pictures of these where you get everywhere you go, and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, busted. So, really, really funny. But um, but moving on. Um, so let's get back to you know when we travel and um, 
we, we talked about this a little bit, you know, do you, you're obviously you're doing your packing, you're thinking about what clothes you need for the trip, what, what gear you want to bring. What's the thought process when it comes to the toys? You know, is there something, well, you know, I, I need to make sure my toys match the location or, or have a specific set or figure that I want to bring here? Or is it just kind of, you know, like Neil, the traveler, he just, mm-hmm. you, know, you have those toys that come on all your adventures. You know, uh, Josh, you have Neil. So why don't you, you, you take this one first? When I went to Colorado, obviously Neil and my sig fig pretty much go with me everywhere. Um, and then I just thought about where I was going to be in Colorado and I laid out like on my bed, <laughs> I had like this lineup of <laughs> toys. And I was like, okay, I only have so much room. And then I was like, uh, all right. So I picked a, like a container box that I have. That's probably eight by four by, I don't know, six or so. So not, not super huge, but big enough that I could put almost whatever I wanted into within reason. And I decided, uh, everything has to fit in this box that I'm going to take. I like that approach. Yeah. And then I just said, well, I know that I had just gotten my, um, uh, my mouse guard minifigures. And so I knew for sure that they had to go with me. (laughs) Uh, so they went in and then I had gotten a, uh, a truck, a Lego truck. And so that went in and then I just kind of followed down the line and prioritized that way of the things that I had to have. And then I decided anything that couldn't fit in there wasn't, wasn't going to go. And did you feel bad or remorseful for the ones that didn't make the cut? I mean, I've seen Toy Story, so I definitely <laughs> apologize to the toys sometimes. And I'm like, look, guys, Yoshi, I really wanted to take you with me, but buddy, this time you got to stay home. I, yep. I know. And then it was like, ooh. Yep, I, I ask because I speak from experience. Same thing, you know, you you spend so much time like staring into their eyes that when you tell them they can't come on a trip, it's it, it cuts you deep sometimes. Uh, Shelly, how about you? You know, when you're you're packing and you're 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 sh- taking the clothes out of the suitcase to put more toys in, is there a, a method to your madness? Do you have specific shots in mind that you, you you're planning out that you want to take, or you're just being opportunistic with what you bring with you? It's 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 a mix, probably 70 percent specific photos, and then like a little a little extra around the in addition to that. But I have, um, like Josh, I have specific uh, plastic bins that fit into my camera bag. And I think about, I fill those up in a way that these figures go together. These figures are going to do this. I'm this little whatever, this little scene is going to be here. So I I put them together in little groups of how I'm going to photograph them. So it's a mixture of carefully thought out ideas around where I'm going and then a couple of classic figures that always travel with me like some classic space a sparkle fairy unicorn princess she comes everywhere she never goes (laughs) stays home and then a few kind of silly things to go in and then I'll like throw some boats in and a couple cats in and then I have at least two bins just for accessories it's just wow just i mean but they're really small but but then this is the joy of lego is you can pack a lot in very small bins exactly yeah uh matt how about you um probably about half and half uh depending where i where i'm going i'll know like i'm gonna take the cowboys i'm gonna take star wars um so i kind of know like what i'm gonna take where i when i know where i'm going and then the rest is I just kind of look around and see what's what wants to go, uh, and then how much how much room I have. Uh, that also dictates it. So there's some trips where everything has to fit in one bag, and that's it. Uh, so those trips, the trucks don't get to go as often. But um, 
yeah, if, if it's a camping trip, there's a lot of room, so uh, everybody gets to go. Uh, not really, but a lot. Yeah, too much. So you're talking about space. Uh, Shelly's talking about the containers. So let's let's actually get into that. You know what? How do these toys travel? Are they traveling in luxury? You know, are they they being just kind of thrown next to your socks? Do they have their own dedicated space in your camera bags and their their you know dedicated containers? You know, um, Shelly, you, you talked about the bins that you you bring along with you. You know, can you tell us like you know give us kind of an indication of of what, how much you're fitting in there, what size they are compared to your bag? Uh, well, everything I have is really small. So I have a really awesome peak design bag that I'm super happy with right now. And so that's kind of where I start. And then I found plastic bins that are available at a container store that have little partitions in them and they're fairly narrow. So the like, two of those will go in where the lenses will go. And then I have a thicker one that's more square that's a little bit bigger. So I, I try to keep everything so the figures don't bounce around a lot because they do get scratched up, things fall apart, that kind of stuff. So I try to minimize that. And uh, and then the camera on top, and then there's usually space for at least one or two dinosaurs that I can shove in there. <laughs> you know, it's like, but I have to say that, again, uh, lens baby rules because the lenses are so small. Like, okay, so this is like, this little bin is what maybe eight by five by three, and I got three lenses in here. That's a lot of variety in a very, in, in the space that two uh, black series figures would take <laughs> up. So um, I, I, I maximize my space and, and there's lots of little compartments for stuff. So I guess, there you go. Did I answer your question? You, you did. And I'm thinking as you're answering it and you're showing this case, we're going to have to post some pictures in the show notes because, uh, you know, it's it's tough to visualize, you know, or to see you that on the podcast. So we'll have to post a picture. But, yeah, you definitely answered the question. So, um, Josh, how about you? You know, what's where do the figures go in your, your camera bag or in whatever you're bringing along with you? What I had been doing is just um, dumping them in the bag. <laughs> uh, oh, so. no! I had a, and the problem is now that my Yoshi has a red splotch on it because I had a custom spider pig that I got from uh, Dennis crash override and the paint rubbed off on my Yoshi. <laughs> and so I was like, just devastated. So after that, my packing habits changed drastically. Um, and so now it, if they're unmodified figures, they kind of get clumped together and sometimes put into like baggies and there's space in my camera bag that has been designated specifically for figures uh, that are partitioned off with padding. Um, and then recently I got a, uh, I got the Lim Toys Ahab S++ edition and opening that thing up, the amount of fragile bits on this toy are both appalling and beautiful at the same time. <laughs> The details are ridiculous. And so I actually, for that, I have a special box with like foam cut out. And so that's like what he goes in. So like you can throw that thing around. It could be submerged. Literally, it's gonna, nothing's happening <laughs> to that bad boy. Amazing. Uh, and then the Legos, I have these little uh, small containers I got from Michael's. Uh, there was only like a dollar per container, so it was really nice and economical. And there, you can probably fit—I uh, don't know—I think I have like eight Spaceman, a Jar Jar Binks, and a, a Toy Story Aliens Lego <laughs> figure 
all in one thing. And there's still room for them to like, you know, if I need to add a little more, I could if I had to. Sure. That was a very specific assortment that you just <laughs> named though. Like the eight spaceman, <laughs> one Jar Jar Binks. So I, I'm assuming you're speaking from experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're part of my they're part of my like everyday toy carry, I guess. Yeah, and I wanted to get into that a little bit too. Uh but first, let's give uh, Matt, uh, you know, you're the only one who's bringing anything besides the, the, the minifigures. So so help me out. Oh, no, I'm sorry. But Josh, you do have your special, like, you know, suitcase with the handcuffs for your, your other figure. But. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a, I use a Pelican case, or actually, actually an SKB case. That's the size of an airline carry-on. And uh, the minifigs and trucks and cars go in Ziplocs. And then in nested Ziplocs. So when we get someplace, I'll grab a bag and it'll have everything in it that needs to go. And then the case stays and it's just me and a camera with the, with the specific toys. Awesome. Does anybody have any horror stories for when you get to your destination and you open up that bag and things are just not in the, the pristine order that you left them? You, you mentioned, Josh, the, the red blotch on Yoshi, but I think that was user error. On your it part. was. Yes. It was. I dumped an entire case of accessory pieces for minifigs, the case that I show, that I'll show, uh, in the dirt uh, while camping. So yeah, oh. <laughs> make sure the make sure the latches are latched. I was uh, uh, waiting for my son who was skiing, and I was out photographing, and he came up and he tipped the entire bin of accessories into the snow. I thought I was going to kill him. <laughs> You thought you were going to kill him? <laughs> he's had many close calls. He's 16, so <laughs> we seem to have sort of worked it out. But it was like, ah! And does he say, you know, what happened? Oh, I dumped my mom's Lego accessories. <laughs> and, like, people just look at him like he's crazy. He, he's grown up with it. One place I will never photograph is I will not photograph at the beach if it's rocky. Because if you lose a minifig or accessory in between the rocks... It's gone. There's no digging down into the rocks to find it. That I mean, the earth is very, very deep. Yes, and unforgiving for, for many figures <laughs> and accessories. Very unforgiving. So, uh, Josh, you mentioned your everyday carry. And uh, I want to talk about that because I want to see if, um, you know, we, we started talking about traveling and, and going to exotic locales, but... Um, I think we're all friends here, so we can all let go our secrets. You know, do we, when you go out just for the night or you're just going around town, like, do you have something in your bag just in case, you know, the opportunity strikes? Always. And it's uh, taken a little while for my family to kind of get adjusted to it. But yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I always have, I always have my sig fig with me. Um, almost always, unless all of them are in the field, I have a Neil with me. Uh, <laughs> unless they're all out on location awesome yeah which does happen occasionally kind of nice you know uh and then i usually have this the classic lego spaceman jar jar Banks. and i do i recently added jar jar because um well that that's a podcast for another time we can i could i can lecture for like an hour about why jar jar Banks is important but oh, anyway i'll, wait, I'll uh, spare uh, you tonight uh, no i'm making a note for that i'm not gonna let you go <laughs> i, I want to have this conversation <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I have a handful of just kind of random. And I've lately, uh, since I got them, I've carried the mouse guard minifigs with me everywhere because they are just too beautiful to not like. And I don't always photograph them, but half the time I pull them out and I'll show somebody I'm like, aren't these like the most magnificent things you've seen in like the last three days? And they're like, yeah, actually they are. <laughs> 
Uh, and then I almost always have a Metal Gear Solid figure with me. That's kind of my go-to. Okay, interesting. Uh, not a minifigure? No, it's a six-inch scale. I've got a Revil Tech big boss, I think, who's kind of a funky, very articulate, uh, kind of hype stylized a little bit that I like a lot. And then uh, usually there's one or two Black Series in there. They kind of rotate out along with some of my other stuff. This is sounding like a lot for an everyday carry. So do you have a specific just toy bag that you just throw on your back and, and head out the door? Yeah, it's a satch. I couldn't find a camera bag that I liked. So I'm kind of weird where like I'll go through phases and be like, this is the best. And then all of a sudden I'm like, this is the worst. <laughs> uh, so what I've stuck with for a while here is it's just, it's not even a camera bag. It's actually just a satchel bag that I've put a camera insert into to protect the camera and the lenses and then everything else fits kind of around that so that's my go-to bag and it's kind of a nice low profile thing it's that it doesn't scream camera bag necessarily yeah i can only imagine if someone were to find this bag and open it up <laughs> just you know the assortment of treasures they would find cool cool um shelly i know you have an everyday carry as well you must nope really 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 <laughs> I am floored. So you go out of the house without a minifigure, like... Every uh, single day. <laughs> <laughs> That's... An, I am... I, I stand corrected and totally I, flabbergasted. I used to do that. I did... I, I swear to God, I used to do that all the time. I'd always have them in my pocket or in when I used to carry a purse when we need to do that kind of stuff. I always had them. And then at some point in this... Might have been like five years ago. It's if I'm going to go out and photograph, I'm going to go out and photograph. If I'm going to go out and do what I'm doing, like whatever that may be, I just focus on that. So I've really separated them because I cannot focus on photography if I'm just slapping it down and, and getting the photo. I literally, I mean, I'm like, it's, it's a half an hour just for the setup and be there. And uh, so, no. And we'll have to circle back because I know we all have families here. And I want to <laughs> know what the heck your, how your families accommodate you when you travel. Oh, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a good question. We should definitely tackle that. Let's uh, give Matt a chance to chime in on the, the everyday carry, which I know is tough since I, I don't think many of us are going <laughs> anywhere these days. Um, typically, if I'm going to go on a take, like, take toys, it's on purpose. But um, if uh, my wife and I are going, doing a day trip or we're going for a drive or even on a little vacation, uh, our minifigs always go. So they're just, you know, too many figs doesn't take up any space. And uh, they've been with us uh, everywhere for the last about three years. Cool. And any particular, you know, everyday carry that they go in? Uh, just have a little plastic folding case, the, probably the size oh, of nice. a... Uh, a so, large uh, Alan, box. what's your everyday carry? <laughs> Thanks, Shelly. I'm glad you asked because I'm super psyched to show this off and I will post uh, photos in the show notes. Um, you know, I started using just kind of this uh, Walt Disney World mint tin, which you can see is about this. It's the size of an Altoid container. And, you know, going back to our earlier talk where minifigures loose in there, they would always clang around and um, a couple of them, the faces got rubbed off because they weren't secured. Well, I found, uh, I think it must, I found, I came across them on either Reddit or um, Instagram. Someone was selling, and I'll show it here and I'll post pictures of it. They're laser cut inserts that are 
perfectly made. They're cut to fit minifigures and fit inside an Altoid tin. And along with that, they sell little felt adhesives that go on the top and the bottom. So this is my my everyday carry. I usually have a minifigure, my Sig Fig in there with um, with his camera and uh, a Lego shopping bag. And you know, he gets a he, he doesn't have Neil, but usually has a traveling <laughs> companion. But to your point, Shelly, I bring him everywhere with me, and he seldom comes out unless I'm going somewhere to take uh, take photos. So I guess it's more of just a good luck charm at this point. At least he's safe in his luxurious <laughs> digs in there. It really is nice. Um, and again, the the maker of uh, the inserts, he was selling them from Australia. So I decided that you know if I'm going to import them, I might as well import every one that he had. So I just cleaned out his Etsy store. <laughs> so I have like a maybe we can do a contest that you know I'll give one of those away at some point because I have a couple that I'm not using. Let's talk about some pitfalls to avoid because I know I, I've I'm very very guilty myself of overpacking. You know where I will. You know, uh, I'm not as I'm not as good as Josh in saying goodbye to my minifigures. The guilt just gets me. And if they don't fit in one case or one bag, I end up, you know, for a few trips, I've, I've just bought bigger and bigger to one point where I had a, a Pelican case <laughs> where I glued a Lego base plate into the bottom of it so I could stand up. Um, I must have brought 30 or 40 minifigures on a trip, a trip where I, I maybe only shot three or four of them. So I'm really trying to develop a discipline for myself that I'm going to bring these these handful of figures and that is what I'm going to focus on. So so with that in mind, overpacking and and keeping our small accessories from disappearing into the beach, you know, what are some other traveling pitfalls to uh, to avoid with our toys? I think overpacking is is the biggest one. I think we all fall into that because we just don't want to leave them at home. And it's always like, but wonder if I have this situation or wonder if I'm in this situation, I need, oh, and I don't have that toy. I really wish I had, well, Jar Jar, right? Yeah. If only he had been there. Yes. I mean, it's, it's, it's devastating. But at the same time, I have learned over the years, just leave them at home and just bring a handful. And you, for me, I'm happier having maybe 10 setups that I just keep rotating through over and over again through the week and actually getting a few really good photos rather than trying to go for, you know, mass quantity. I like how you say leave them at home and then you're like, yeah, I'm happy if I have 10 setups. Like that's, I think, a pretty extreme number on its own. I'm picturing like a lineup of kits where Shelly's like, uh, number six, we're taking you today. And it's like a box that she pulls off the shelf. And <laughs> yep. She's like, everything in here is the, the go kit today. Yep. Well, you know, back to Mouse Guard, they have their own traveling bin. So if I know I'm going to go like foresty, I'll just grab that bin and all their accessories and other things that I might pair with them. They're all there. So, yeah, kind of do have that, Josh. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> but, but when I mean, OK, that's that's that little uh, bin we were talking about. There's. um. There's nine, there's nine setups you can get in that of two figures a piece because you've got six, you've got nine, nine little uh, partitioned areas. And so you, you can get a lot in right with that. And if I have two of those and a one sort of deeper one for like the boats and the, the bikes and that kind of stuff. Yeah, you're, you're at 10 pretty fast. So there, Alan. 
Well, I'm, I'm still confused. I'm confused, Shelly, though. Is that still overpacking? Oh, my that... God. No. Okay. <laughs> overpacking is when you have three banker boxes. That's overpacking. It sounds more mass feed there. You know, when you were saying you have the... <laughs> You know, the, the case that was a, the size yeah, of a carry-on that you're figures. bringing. Yeah. The bigger figures need that bigger space. I did take the uh, Discovery out uh, camping one time. Uh, and it was in a banker's box wrapped in a towel. And uh, it was fun to shoot until it literally rolled off the side of the hill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> memorable. And there were some fun shots in there. Tragedy. Yeah, tragedy strikes on the road. Josh, any uh, any pitfalls to avoid when you're you're taking your toys out for uh, for some travel? Uh, just the one I mentioned earlier, man, traveling with Yoshi. He has his own box now after that scuffle he got into with Spider Pig. <laughs> well, that's great. So you really learned your lesson on that one. Well, cause when I first started getting into toy photography, I had like I I had like two uh, of the of the three and three quarter inch clone troopers, and then. I got a, a bunch of biker scouts and my mistake was not having a container for the accessories and the biker scout blasters are tiny. <laughs> They're almost Lego scale, tiny accessories. And I lost one and I was just devastated. And I was just like, why didn't I, why didn't I put these in a Ziploc? That would have been the easiest thing or, you know, whatever. And so then after that, I bought like plastic containers and my six inch stuff has, you know, there's like slots that separate stuff out. And when you guys are out, when you're at Michael's and you're at the container store, I don't know when I'm there, it's just like, what can I use? What can I use to bring toys? Like, what can I fit toys? I'm looking at pill boxes. I'm looking at all the little like, you know, um, travel cases they have. Always on the lookout for interesting plastic bins that will put them together in a different consideration and then make, and then as well as still fit in the camera bag. Absolutely. Always on the lookout. Getting back to the wishful thinking and the light at the end of the tunnel, once this pandemic clears up and we're free to kind of travel the globe again, are there any destinations you have in mind and any shots that you want to take, any particular figures that you want to take with you? I'm going to Italy. <laughs> That's it? That's And who's coming with you? Uh, I No one, probably. They would be annoyed with me because I would just do another tour of Europe and just go and find all my friends, all my Lego friends. And so they'll have plenty of toys. I can keep it minimal and uh, go up in the mountains. If it's in the winter, I'll go snowshoeing. If it's in the summer, we'll go hiking. Then I'll go up to Bristol and see my friend Debs. We'll do the coast. Oh yeah, no, I got this whole trip planned. I'm probably not taking anyone because family, they're, my family's super supportive and I'm grateful, but Sometimes then I, I'd have to pay attention to them and I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I might have um, not been clear on that, Jill. I meant forget the family. <laughs> what toys are you taking with you? <laughs> toys? Oh, I don't know. It'll be uh, some hikers and some mouse, some, some the mouse guard guys and some classic space and Sparkle Fairy Unicorn Princess and some Star Wars and I don't know, just the usual gang. I don't know. The nine or ten sets. Right. Exactly. The usual. <laughs> Matt, uh, what's on your, your you know, post-pandemic? Uh, 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 i got a bucket list to, to do an area in Utah um, that is pretty remote. So um, if uh, things really open up and looks good, that's the plan for sometime next year. But if it's really remote, is that something you'd be able to do during the pandemic? Uh, it would depend if the parks are open and how the permitting works, because it's, uh, it's way back country. Oh, that's true. 
This actually kind of interesting because in the U.S., so because nobody can travel outside the country, my experience traveling around either both local parks, forests, or when we went to Utah, everything is hyper busy and there is no social distancing out and about. Even out of the ocean with my daughter in July, we had to like really be careful. So, because everyone's stuck here. So everyone's like, oh, well, let's be a tourist in our own country. So, yeah, let's go to a remote place in Utah that no one else is going to be only to find out that everybody in the world is there. No, this is, uh, this is way out. This is 35 miles of dirt to get to the place you check in, in the state. Wow. I think we're gonna have to have a, a podcast episode just about Matt's travels because these are certainly off the beaten path, uh, places. Josh, uh, you know, where are you heading to as soon as you can pack up and get out? Uh, you know, I was, man. I kind of like to do some shooting in Vegas, some photography in Vegas. Got to be careful how you phrase that one there now. Um, <laughs> yes, but my definitely. aunt and dad live just outside of Vegas in Henderson. Uh, and I, when I was there, I wasn't there long enough to kind of do some of the stuff I wanted to. Um, but I kind of like to do some photography like on the strip a little bit and then head out from there into the desert and see what kind of mischief I can get into out there. Red too. Rock State Park is a great stop. That's where the first uh, Toy Safari was at, and it is amazing. Highly recommend it. Oh, no, I was say that it's funny because uh, Red Rocks and the Vegas Strip, uh, I was out there when my, my older brother got married, and it was one of the first probably on-location places where I, I brought toys with me, just threw a couple in my bag, and I, I was just shooting nonstop. I had a really good time there. Where are you headed, Alan? I don't know. I don't think I have anything really remote or interesting, and Shelly's going to kill me, but I... I would be dying to get back to Galaxy's Edge at Disney because, well, because last time I was there, you got to understand, I was, you know, I was there on a family vacation and um, my family does not get up early in the morning. I, I do. I'm up, you know, at the crack of dawn. So I was at the, the parks at 5 a.m., you know, be waiting for them to open so I can spend a couple hours each morning. And uh, there's, I mean, it's, it's like if you're shooting Star Wars minifigures or, or any kind of Star Wars figures, like you cannot get a more perfect backdrop than going to, you know, the, the land that they created there. So I would love to get more time to look around and also to do some more shooting and just to soak in more of the sights. Uh, I've been, you know, Disney World is open right now during the pandemic and just watching it is is frightening some of the scenes because as you were saying too, Matt and uh, Shelly, that the social distancing just isn't quite there. And, um, you know, they're, they are doing their best to keep everyone safe, but I would not feel safe bringing my toys there right now. But that does bring up a point about the family is, uh, when I've traveled, travel with the family is like with my daughter, she's like slept in. So I would go out at dawn and get my toy shooting in for the day. Mm-hmm. And then the, with the family, when we were in Utah, I was like, okay, I'm going to, we have to be here at this spot an hour before the uh, golden hour starts. And they would like go and play on the rocks or do whatever they would do. And I would do my photography, but we would, I would negotiate with them before <laughs> the day before of when I was getting my photo time in. So. And I, I'm very familiar with that bargaining game. I've, I've done the same. Like, okay, I'm going to run out in the morning at 5 a.m. I'm going to get all my, you know, get my shots. Or like, all right, if everyone's going to go rest for an hour, I'm going to go. I'm going to do my thing, and then I'll, I'll come back. I've missed so, many a dinner. <laughs> <laughs> well, priorities, right? 
Josh, Matt, how about you guys? Um, any any bargaining or negotiating to make sure you get the shots that you're when you're on location and you're out and about? Yeah, I think it's, there's a it's a balance. You know, that if we're there together, then we're there together, uh, and she'll be supportive and hold a reflector shade. Um, and and then sometimes if I'm really just won't want to focus, then that just that needs to be a solo time. My son is actually getting into photography a bit, and so he. It's nice to have somebody with you who's like, yeah, of course we're going to do shooting while we're <laughs> wherever we're going, you know. So that's kind of been an ally. Uh, oh, that's awesome! How old's your son? Uh, he turns twelve on the eleventh. Happy birthday! That is so fun. I'm so jealous. My mine did that for about two years, and then he just like, oh, I'm done. I, I'm working on it. I have an eight year old that I, uh, you know, I have the. The drop-proof, crush-proof, waterproof, <laughs> freeze-proof camera, which is his go-to, but but then then he wants to take pictures of my toys, and that's where we get problems. <laughs> so, but that's a whole another whole another episode. Um, it, this has been a an, a hilarious chat, and uh, I look forward to hearing more stories when when everybody gets out there. I'm definitely excited to go follow Neil's adventures. I hope Neil someday makes it to New Jersey. And then if New York is open, I'd love to take him on a tour around town. So I hope to our paths cross there. But be- before we close out here, um, any any closing comments, tips, plugs that anybody uh, would like to get in? Take your toys. It's just so much fun traveling with toys because the memories you create are just that much more special. Yeah, I say take them and uh, be open and flexible once you get there. If you get to your destination and the energy's not there or uh, what you brought doesn't fit um, time to just stop and take the moment and figure it out you know if you're traveling with your family especially schedule time to to do a little shooting uh, because then if it's an event and you're traveling with your family they can help you hold that reflector or at least uh, tolerate <laughs> your your diversion really quick or you know for 30-40 minutes whoever it takes <laughs> uh, I found that I found that giving them the heads up and being like, okay, while we're on our way to here, I want to stop here <laughs> and do some shooting right there. Uh, and then the family's a lot more on board with that. And we kind of plan. It's good to have the support. Thanks everybody for, for joining on this episode. This is a, a fun discussion. And you know, now I'm just, I'm going to reevaluate the, the toys I'm bringing. I'm always going to be thinking about the, you know your stories and i can't wait to see more of these nine or ten sets that you bring shelly so i I, so i can gauge myself if i'm bringing too much or too little i'll I'll photograph my last setup because i think it's probably still mostly together of what goes in the bag for you alan then you'll probably you'll realize it's really not that bad (laughs) awesome cool well thanks so much well again thanks everybody for for um Thanks, you guys, for the conversation. Thanks, for everybody, for listening in. Again, you can always find more tips and tricks about toy photography over on toyphotographers.com. And we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. You can find new episodes of this podcast and articles on creativity and toy photography on our website, toyphotographers.com. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave us a five-star review. That will help spread the word about the show and help us get noticed. You can find us on Facebook at Toy Photographers, on Twitter at Toy Photo Blog, and on Instagram at underscore Toy Photographers underscore. 
but if you really want to connect with us, check out our MeWe community. You can find the link to it in the show notes for this episode and on the blog. This week's show is produced by Shelley Corbett and Christina Alexanderson. Music for this week's episode is courtesy of freemusicarchive.org, and our podcast editor is Josh Kittleson. I'm James Garcia. You can find me on Instagram at TheRealJames23. For everyone here at Toy Photographers, thanks for listening. See you next time.